Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Icom. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggrey and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires, with locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires, they have everything you need to fit your budget and style. Yeah, I just think it really speaks to the the team, the the players in that locker room, and you know the the importance of being good and representing and not letting their teammates down. And you know, even if we won games, you know, if if we'd have lost some games in there with all the injuries, you know, maybe it was expected a little bit. But uh, I think some guys proved that they're really good players and they deserve to be on the field more than they were in, in some situations and. I don't know. I just feel like it, it's, it's just a really good team setting, next man up mentality, and, and they've made us all proud by the way they played this year. No question. Arkansas hosting a regional again this weekend. It starts Friday afternoon. The Hogs at 2 o'clock with a 1.30 pregame on the buzz. You can tune in and check it out if you're not heading up to the hill. Tickets will be, I'm sure, hard to come by. and I'm hoping we'll have some to give away here this week. In fact, I'm pretty darn confident in that. So listen up this week if you want to win some. Um, let's see, what else? Dave Van Horn talking about getting there through adversity. Also know some guys who are healthy are facing some struggles of their own. Need to get them going, especially at the top of the order. It's more individual. They, they need to mentally clear their head, try not to do too much, because I think that's what's going on a little bit with some of those guys. Or they're, they're swinging a little too hard, a little too aggressively, or swinging to pitches that they normally don't swing at and uh, got themselves behind in the count. Sometimes just a day or two off can help that a lot. And then, you know, some instruction, but really more just going back to what they normally do, and that's staying within, you know, kind of the pass the baton mentality. Just do what you can do and let the next guy do do what he does. And it's called a team, and and it's team offense. And if we do that, we'll we'll have a good weekend. If we don't, it's going to be a fight. (laughs) Well, there you go. Um so that's what's going on with baseball. SEC meetings are going on right now as well. And that coverage is brought to you by our friends at Blackman Auctions every year. Also appreciate uh, Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels supporting Trey Schaap down there. We'll check in with Trey at 11.50. We've got Pat Bradley coming up in a second. But the big question this week, of course, eight games or nine games? We've been talking a lot about it. Hunter Yurchek talked to Trey Schaap about it down in Destin. Player stance is really you've got to take your Arkansas hat off and say what's best for the league as a whole and what's best for the league. I mean, the eight-game schedule has been working for our league. We've gotten multiple teams into the CF playoffs, and that's the ultimate goal. For us as athletic directors, the ultimate goal was let's put together a scheduling model that allows each institution to get to your respective schools within a four-year period, and then each comes to your campus. And so we've accomplished that with either the eight- or the nine-game model. And I think getting out of the SEC West and having a single division is best for the University of Arkansas because it creates a more balanced schedule parity from one year to the next and I think that's what's best for the league as a whole so whether it's an eight game schedule or nine game schedule we ultimately decide on I think either one works best for the University of Arkansas there you go Wes you have a strong opinion on this where's the money Right um, now, the contract, and ESPN hasn't indicated they're ready to redo their contract with the SEC if they go to nine games. So why would you do it? Well, you do it to go to nine to make more TV revenue. But if they're not going to give you anything, then you wait until the contract is up. And then, if they want to pay for an extra SEC game, mm-hmm. then they go to nine. Yep. I think, uh, to me, it's always where the money is. <sighs> yeah, I'm sure that's what will happen. That's um, what's best for the league, and that's what's best for Arkansas. More money. Yeah. Wins are good, too, though. Wins are nice. No, and that's why eight is good for Arkansas, because you can get four non-conference games. That's my point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for schools like Georgia and Alabama, maybe it doesn't make that much difference. But 
And then it's also going to be, what's the format? But I think we kind of have a good feel for what a nine schedule, nine team schedule yes. looks like. Nine game schedule. Uh, let's get to Pat Bradley. Is he uh timeline? Where is he? Christian, do you know? I do not. Okay, well, we'll just, uh, I'm sure he's sitting there waiting patiently for us. Pat Bradley in the Zone is brought to you by River City Flooring. Bradley off the screen for three. Is he going to miss? He's been terrific in this first half. River City Flooring. The only thing better than their selection is their service. Visit RiverCityFlooringInc.com. RiverCityFlooringInc.com. All right, let's bring in Pat, and we'll ask him our question today. today. And uh, I'll let Christian outline that here in a second. What do you say, Patrick? What do you say there, boys? What do you say? Well, we're saying a lot about baseball. We've talked a little bit about your dis- baseball. disappointing Celtics. And a lot of other things to get into. Yes, they are uh, disappointing. They, they, they clearly are missing something, right? There's a lack of... Um, we were talking about it yesterday throughout the entire day. Just the... You know, there's a, there's not a sense of urgency. There's an, not an edge. I think Grant Williams, Marcus Smart has that edge, but um, they're... You know they clearly need someone or something to push them over to to get uh, that fire in them because they're talented enough. But you know the guys talked about. I'm sure you guys played the clip maybe of uh, uh, Charles Barkley talking yeah. about how you know they do. They just run around. And, <laughs> and there's no like there's there doesn't seem like that there is a definitive strategy. It's almost like you get yours, you get yours, um, yeah. and if shots fall, then then they win. Yeah, he talked about there was not a ball movement, not a body movement last night. He kept yeah. saying that. Um, do you think Missoula makes it? No, I don't. But here, here's the other thing, too, though. Not only, like, they obviously fired Ime Udoka uh, last year, but they lost one of their top assistants to the Utah Jazz as their head coach. Damon Stoudemire, which was another top assistant, he left the team. So it it wasn't so much that, you know, you had a, young rookie head coach but there wasn't there wasn't a lot left with him too from the assistant coaching standpoint so um if if they do retain him and they they could because he's got a lot of experience now a lot more than he had at the beginning of the year i think they they probably need to beef up um their bench how confident were you last night before the game started i wasn't i'll tell you why because I know that they were going to shoot a bunch of threes, and they didn't shoot it well in game six, but they found a way to win. And because Jimmy Butler, out of bio, so the Miami Heat, their best players did not play their best. The Celtics didn't shoot the three well. So I felt like you were going to get a better game from Butler and, and, and their players, and I just... The, I felt like the Celtics were not going to shoot 41% from the three-point line like they did in game, what was that, five. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, yeah, they shoot 21%. from the. I mean, 9 of 42. 9 of 42. You know how many fruit throws they shot? 13. They finished, it was, it was, they finished the two games back, game six and seven combined, 16 of 77, 21%. It's unacceptable. Like, I, I, I argue with people all the time, the game is not, Changed. It's not about three-point shooting. Analytics, yeah, three's more than two. Guess what? The Golden State Warriors can play like that because they have two of the greatest shooters that have ever lived. Mm-hmm. You, you can't win games like that, win championships like that. You have to have a uh, high percentage shots. If it's a high percentage three, yes, shoot it. Um, but outside of that, it's high percentage shots will always win basketball games. If that's layups and free throws, that's what's going to win you games. Uh, zone question today, today, Pat. Chris, you want to run through this? We're asking about baseball. Yes, our question today, today is: Eight SEC teams are set to host an NCAA regional, which is a record. Ten are set to play in the NCAA baseball tournament, which ties a record. How many wow. teams advance to a super regional? Three or less, four to five, six to eight, or nine and ten? I'm going. Was it four to five? Yeah. That's the popular yes. pick. It's right in the middle. Is that like circling C on, on our tests? 
Yeah, four to five would not be. I think that'd be disappointing. Disappointing, yeah. If only half the teams made it to supers. I mean, eight are hosting. Eight right. are favored to move on. Right. I would think. I I know that. I pick six to eight. Never happens. I'd go. So. I'd four, go yeah. six, six if I could clarify. You know, I can yeah. Break You're gonna be specific. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, four to five actually is leading by far, fifty-eight percent. So I'm surprised by the lack of optimism. And four are top or top safe eight seeds. I mean, so they're That's a true. dominant number one, right? Yeah. So you ought to have those four move on, and then a couple more. I, I, don't count out Tennessee. Don't count out Texas A&M, even though they aren't hosting. Dude, they're playing well, for sure. Yeah. 100%. I think I, I would vote eight. And okay. think that maybe wow. one of them gets in, and then one of the hosts loses. Okay, I'll take seven. <laughs> what do I win? Um, I hope they do well. I mean, most people I know, if they could answer, they would say, I don't care if all of them lose as long as Arkansas gets through. So, Yeah. We get, we think they got a pretty good draw. We'll find out. Heck, we've had four in Omaha the last two years. I'd have to go back and I just I perused that list not long ago. That sounds right though. Because last year it was Auburn. Arkansas, Auburn, and Ole Miss on one side, mm-hmm. and A and M on the other side. Mm. I think that was it. Just those four. Yeah, but half the field. Well, hey Pat, uh, back to basketball real quick. Um, and I've seen the odds. I think Miami's like plus three. 30 to win the series. They're, they're a big underdog. Yep. Christian just said he's got Denver in five. I mean, nobody's given them much of a chance. No one gave them a chance against Milwaukee. No one gave them a chance against Boston. Yeah. I mean, what do you think? I mean, is, there, is, is it is there a putting a little extra money on them just to pull off the upset one more time? How do they win? That would be the question. <laughs> right, yeah. How, how would they win? And I think, um, you know, the one advantage they had, you know, the Celtics – are a high turnover team at times, and Miami is a very disciplined team. So they were able to find the flaws, and obviously against the Bucks, don't forget, Giannis was out a couple of games. Um, so they were able to take advantage of that situation. And that's that's what's going to be difficult with, De- with Denver, because you've got the best player on the planet playing his best basketball in the Joker. And, and um, Jamal Murray, his sidekick, if you will, is playing at it all time as well. So now if Tyler Hero is healthy, he comes back, it gives Miami another shooter. I don't know if he's going to come back at all. Um, but I know he had been... Uh, I'm game three return, by the way. Game three return. So, um, you know, that may give them... He's just another shooter, really. I mean, he's not going to make a huge difference. But outside of Denver basically beating themselves, like we've seen the Celtics and, and the Bucks. Yeah, it's going to be tough for the Heat. Um, I, I, yeah, five games is probably right there. Six games would be very generous, <laughs> very generous uh, to think that, that they could reach six games um, against the Nuggets. Back to the Celtics for a second, Pat. I got uh, Mike on Asher Record Life and Feedback says Brogdon getting hurt was a huge loss. What do you expect this roster to look like? You already told me you don't think this head coach will be back next year. Do they get rid of Brown? I'm assuming Tatum's not going anywhere. What do you do here? So I was berated last year. I said make the trade for KD um, because I didn't think that Jalen Brown would want to resign with the Celtics because he is sort of in not. Uh, he hadn't come out and say that he was unhappy, but certain things that he has said made it seem like he wasn't happy with with being in Boston and the organization. And you know, there's always that thought that maybe he wanted to get the majority of the shots and didn't want to share it with Tatum. However, if you know they can re-sign him and Tatum, um, I, I think they bring it back. I mean, wh- outside of who, who else are you going to trade? Who, who is out there? Um, as, cr- as cringe as this team is, believe me, I, I, I don't know what, what they can do outside of re-signing, doing everything they can to re-sign Jalen Brown. They're still young. I mean, they're in their mid-20s. Hmm. So I, I think... I, if you bring in, I just don't know how you bring the coach back um, and all the same players. Like it just seemed like that there was a, a communication issue. Or, but then again, um, you know they did get to the game seven Eastern Conference Finals. Let's not forget that it's number two seed in the East, so they had a successful season. Maybe a year of growth is what they need. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. Like I said, I, I just figure they'll get a new coach just because they sort of had to, you know, they were in a position where they just fired their coach and and they just ascended a guy who was already there. But I wouldn't be surprised they kept him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 
Brad Stevens is a loyal guy, and, and they've got a talented team. So maybe they will grow from this. That's, that's the hope. These uh, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown teams have been to the Eastern Conference Finals five times. They've lost five four time. times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and that goes back to when Brad Stevens was there. And, um, you know, so they had – it wasn't absolutely the same roster, but, um, you know, they were young. They were young players, good players. So you just hope that, you know, they continue to progress, right? We always talk about it. Jordan was, what, his late 20s when he won his first. Or Scotty Pippen will tell you he he didn't come close until Scotty got there. So maybe there's uh... Scotty Pippen will tell you that they didn't get there for sure. Well, he's been that all up on Mike this week, isn't he? I mean, just God. talking crazy. Well, I mean, he's probably feeling a certain way. I mean, I mean my God, Mike's, let's move. Isn't Mike's son dating his wife, uh, ex-wife? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, that's got to sting, no? I guess, but let's get over it already. <laughs> I just... It just no, it's, it's not a good look. No, I mean, it just seems silly. Come on, stop it. Yeah. I don't want to say dumb. It just seems silly, though. I mean, right, I realize there's, right. some, there's probably some jealousy there. And but yeah, his, your his teammate's son me. hooking up with your ex-wife probably does not help the cause. Right, that hurts. But here's what gets <clears> me. It's not like he's on a radio show, like a morning radio show, and they're asking him all these questions about him and Jordan. Didn't he, like, record it himself and post it? I thought he was on a podcast when he was talking about oh, it. Oh, was he on a podcast? Okay. Yeah. All right. I thought it was just a random, like, grab your phone, do a selfie video. And I don't know. I th- the way I read it, I thought he was on a podcast, but I couldn't. No, you, okay. That, all right. <clears throat> but regardless, I was hoping. I was hoping. And this is not, honestly, a huge departure from things he said in the past, but it just um, right. it seems silly to me. Um, hey, real quick. No, because, and I'll yeah. just say this one thing, because there's a growth to any player, any person, any human being. There's a growth, and maybe Michael Jordan's growth as a basketball player, as a team player, coincided with Scottie Pippen getting there, Phil Jackson getting there, like all these things. That's what I'm saying. Like with the Celtics, there's going to be a progression and growth in these guys, any athlete, as they get older um, and they become, you know, you hope, um, you know, under more understanding of what they need to do to win games. So... I uh, want to talk to you about uh, Razorback basketball makeup here real quick. We saw two former players, one who's had a stop along the way, K.K. Robinson and Mikel Mitchell, both landing at Little Rock. So they're going to play for the Trojans next year. And then they got some, I guess Devo was working out for another pro team I thought I read over the weekend. Yeah, walking with the bucks. Yeah, yeah, but he's about out of time, right? We only got, I mean, he yeah. got announced tomorrow, by tomorrow, right? right? So, And then Arkansas also got a uh, one of the players that were committed but still had been in the draft have pulled out, right, Christian? Am I crazy? I yeah, I saw the weekend. Oh. I, I think it was an expected one, though. I don't think we expected any of these guys to go pro. Well, what's the Ron Holland news? Did he did he end up deciding anything? No news is good news with Gary Ganews. I haven't heard a word about him, Pat. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird deal. Oh, I don't know. He what, was actually going to go G League. I think he was going G League. Or I he don't know, visited so G League things. last week. Right, and okay. he also got his. Uh, national letter of intent revoked or whatever, so he's he's a free agent essentially. He's a free agent. Well, <laughs> that's exactly how you got to put it these days. He is a free agent. What was the uh, man? I got to figure out what the kid's name is. Who was the who's the one that pulled, that pulled out? Was it Mark Tremont? Oh, Tremont. Or Battle, or Keon Minifield. Pretty safe. Or... I don't know, and neither do you. <laughs> it was one of those. Well, Mark pulled out last week. Yeah, or, this was uh, something that happened. This was oh some... no, this was the LLS from Louisville. That's who it was. Is that who it was? Yeah. I knew it was somebody that it happened but over the weekend. I don't understand why it was such news that he pulled out. He wasn't going to go pro. Okay. Well, until it's official, it's not official, right? I guess. It's newsworthy. It's right. notable. It's mentionable. Very true, Very true boys. Uh, yeah, Tremont Mark two days ago, Fayetteville, I'm here. So, yeah, I mean, they're going to get most of the guys. We'll see what happens with Devo. But what do you think? We'll see. We still. I, I think Devo, I, I don't think he comes back. I mean, in my personal opinion. I just think there's so many opportunities, um, whether it's G League or a two-way contract, or even you know play a year in Europe for mm-hmm. half a million. Or I mean, it's just so many opportunities. I would love to have him back. He can play a year in Fayetteville for half a million too. <laughs> very true. It is true. Very true. Uh, all right, PB, we're gonna let you Justin, roll. Justin, I'll call you later because we've got to schedule uh, our fishing trip. Yep, we do. Have you talked to Terry? We gotta get him. We gotta get on schedule with him for sure. Okay. Wes has been talking about putting his hand in a in a, in a trout's mouth for a while now, <laughs> and he really wants to take his shirt off this time and join us.
us out there getting tan while we're fishing. That a boy, Wes. That's a spirit, buddy. That's a spirit. That's a spirit. RPB. Thank you to River City Flooring. Right, River City Flooring. RiverCityFlooring.com. They won't. Uh, they don't put flooring on uh, on on waterways, but everything else they'll take care of you on for sure. So we'll look forward to getting out in the water with them soon. But uh, that's not their primary Beautiful. role. All right, bro. Appreciate you. All right, boys. See you, buddy. Later. Appreciate All right. It. That is PB. Adios, PB. It is officially official, and there was a lot of smoke around some major head coaching movement at the high school ranks here in the state of Arkansas West, and we got the word it's a done deal, looks like. Yeah, this is from the Bryant Independent School District, and it is titled Buck James Leaving Hornet Football Program. Uh, Coach Buck James informed the superintendent at 10.20 this morning, so roughly one hour ago, he is leaving the district to take the head football coaching position at Conway. Uh, Quote here, while we were surprised to learn of this development, we wish Coach James the best moving forward under his leadership. The staff and the teams at Bryant High School achieved unprecedented success in the history of Arkansas High School sports, and that was from Dr. Karen Walters, the superintendent. I won't pretend to know anything about high school sports and the inner workings of different uh, programs. However, there's a lot of talk here on the uh, Asher Record Live Fan Feedback. Um, Cody says, too late for Buck to save face, refusing to let players get or keep their championship rings. Question, will he be returning his now? Recently, big-time players not playing his senior year because he's signed with Arkansas for baseball and has recently had surgery, let the football let the football team to help save his baseball scholarship to keep from getting hurt. Not a good policy. Wes, are you familiar with this? Yeah, uh, it was the uh, starting quarter, or he actually came in off the bench last year um, and was the tournament MVP, or the title game MVP, uh, but had recently left the football program to focus only on baseball. And I guess when they handed out the uh, state championship rings, he wasn't given one because that was the policy that uh, they've had before, that if you're not part of the program, you don't get a state championship ring. It's unfortunate. Game was uh, season was already in the books. I don't necessarily agree with that policy, but certainly respect Coach James, and he's, he's the guy, so he gets to make that call. Uh, but obviously he's off to Conway now. Um, let's see here. Guys, there's an interesting story here because some have also hinted that Brian's current AD may be headed to another school and it's not Conway. Have you heard anything about that, Wes? Yeah, he... Did uh, he already leave? Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure. I, and I thought it was public record. I'm a, I may know something. I'm not, I'm not saying anything. No. <laughs> I, I thought, think he just did. I know. He yeah. may be leaving. I may be just totally wrong. Um, Lee says, what's the word on Buck James? Well, I think we just told you. Uh, Justin Cardinals are back to sucking. Almost got no hit by the Royals. Cubs ahead of them again in the division. Just terrible. Yeah, two terrible teams, though. Cubs did one hit the Tampa Bay Rays this weekend, though. It's yeah. pretty exciting. Yeah. They are facing uh, Tampa's 8-0 starter today, though, so I do not like their chances to repeat the feat. It's 11-28. we got to hit a break. Brian is here. We'll talk to him about a number of fishing and outdoor stories of note, so stay tuned for that. As we head in, let me tell you about our friends over at uh, the Arkansas State Police. We've talked a lot about this the last couple of weeks, about buckling up, folks. Uh, Arkansas seatbelt use is well behind the national average. It's a simple, simple task. And uh, I don't care how far you're going, you need to buckle up to potentially save your life and make sure that everybody else in the car demand it, that everybody else is buckled up in there as well. 51% of all passengers killed in car crashes back in 2020 were unrestrained. And the bottom line is 15,000 lives a year are saved by seatbelts. Pretty simple move to save a life or prevent significant injuries. Click on your ticket every trip, every time. Back in a second with Brian. Listen every Wednesday when R.J. Hawk joins his old buddies on Morning Mayhem. Presented by Natural State Wholesale Flooring. See everything that Natural State Wholesale has to offer at naturalstatewholesale.com. Sports Center. Arkansas baseball will be hosting a regional after earning a top eight national seed for the sixth time. The teams coming to Fayetteville will be TCU, Arizona, and Santa Clara. Arkansas's first game of the regional will be on Friday as they take on Santa Clara at 2 p.m. It will be streamed on ESPN+. The Fayetteville regional as of this morning is already a sellout. In Little Rock basketball news, they added two former Razorbacks through the transfer portal. Former Arkansas guard and Bryant native K.K. Robinson is transferring to Little Rock. He saw Whittle play in Simon, Arkansas in his first two years before transferring to Texas A&M and playing six minutes a game. Then Mikel Mitchell also transferred to Little Rock. He appeared in 29 games for Arkansas last year, averaging four points, three rebounds, and one and a half blocks. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. 
Cord TV's Chanley Painter checks in with Morning Mayhem, courtesy of the Gangster Museum of America and the Hattery of Hot Springs. The former Miss Arkansas will fill us in on the latest high-profile cases. Don't miss Chanley Painter with Morning Mayhem on 103.7 The Buzz. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Marmel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Marmel at their huge new showroom on Marmel Boulevard just off 430. Brandon Moving and Storage has served Central Arkansas since 1965 and continues to provide professional service, local reliability, and community investment. We provide residential and commercial moves, local, national, and international service, commercial warehousing and distribution, unpacking services, and custom packing and crating. Let Central Arkansas's trusted Beacons agent help you with your next move. Brandon Moving and Storage. You make a move, we make it easy. Life is short, and if we spend our time suffering with pain and it takes away our joy, that's not a very good way to live. He's right. It's hard to be happy when you're in constant pain. QC Kinetics patient Chad admits the chronic pain in his knee really robbed his quality of life. When I was going to the traditional doctor and getting the pain pills, my smile wasn't as big as it usually is. Going to my high school reunion on crutches, it was awful. But then Chad visited QC Kinetics. He experienced the real power behind natural regenerative treatments. Using healing properties from his own body, QC Kinetics was able to restore and repair damaged tissue, finally giving Chad lasting relief with no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. And I'm feeling on top of the world because of QC Kinetics. Learn how advanced regenerative medicine can help your body heal itself at QC Kinetics. Call now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. You're in the zone with Justin Agri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Save Network. me a path to follow and I'll it's the end of the month, and that's a great time to buy a new vehicle. And at Guatney Chevrolet, they got even better incentives. Yeah, you got them where you want them right now, but they're trying to move out all the 2023s, make way for the 2024s. And so they've got some great incentives right now, like 1.9% financing on those new vehicles, no payments for 90 days. So you throw in the fact that it's the end of the month, and they're trying to get rid of some vehicles, and they're trying to make way for the 2024s. Go ahead. Go make you a deal, because you're going to get a steal right now at Guatney Chevrolet. Go to the website, guatneychevrolet.com. You can see all the inventory, find the vehicle you want, then make that drive to Jacksonville, Gregory Street exit, and do some dealing at Guatney Chevrolet. And they're still paying top dollar for those used vehicles. They're trying to find some great inventory. So go to make a deal. Guatney Chevrolet at the end of the month and help them get rid of those 2023s. Outdoor editor for the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, Brian Hendricks, joins the zone to discuss all things outdoors. Thanks to world-famous McClard's Barbecue. McClard's is still going after 95 years, so you know they're doing something right. Visit their new location at 9219 Stagecoach Road in Little Rock. If I hit that fishing hole today, she'd be packing all her things and she'd be gone by noon. All right, let's welcome in Brian. Hello, buddy. How are you? If I were any better, I would be you. Well, you uh, would not be doing as much fishing if you were me, and that would be sad for you. i got to switch right out of your song quickly today, because we're not on uh, Cripple Creek, but you were just up on Crooked Creek, and it sounded like you had a real joyous time. Uh, The only uh, bigger uh, smile here than that fish is the one on your face when you're out there doing your thing, my man. Yeah, you know, that fish there was uh, not not even close to the biggest one of the day. That was mine, my biggest of the day. But I tell you what, Crooked Creek is world famous for its outstanding smallmouth bass fishing, and it really showed out that day. Uh, I think between the two of us, we caught around 50 fish, and uh, all of them were very large. Good size. 
Good size, yeah, up to about three and a half pounds, and we saw one that was about four and a half that we couldn't catch. <laughs> he didn't ask it nicely enough. We didn't ask it nicely enough, but we gave it the most tempting things that we had. What do you what are you fishing with? Take it. What do you what do you what'd you use up there? We used uh, a combination of things. We use uh, zoom lures mostly, zoom uh, baby brush hog, I think it's called, and a tiny lizard or something like that. They're four, you know, about three and a half, four inch baits. Okay. And I use another one called a yum craw pappy. And you're just looking really for color. It's uh, uh, watermelon red, pumpkin seed red, uh, flakes, and uh, something that that looks like a, a summertime crawdad. And that's what those fish eat up there. And they, I don't know what the thing was about that day, but sometimes you just go out and you just feel good. Mm. And you know that it's just going to be a good day no matter what you do. If you're going to mow the grass, you're going to have a great time mowing the grass. If you're going to go work on a car, you're going to have a good time doing that. Or if you go fishing, you you just know it's going to be good. I've never gone out and mowed my lawn and thought, boy, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> I did that yesterday, as a matter of fact, and it was all right. Yeah. yeah. Weather has been pretty good for just about anything outside, right. there's no doubt. Uh, you guys were not in a kayak at Crooked Creek, or you were? We were in a canoe, but I I walked as much as I could. And that's the thing about creek fishing is that... Everybody gets in a canoe or a kayak, and they go through fast and just throw it whatever they pass by. If you really want to do it right and have the kind of day that we had, you get out and you stop. And I think we've talked about this a little bit, and you just cast at everything multiple times, multiple angles, up from it, down from it, across from it. Eventually, you'll get a presentation because the fish is there. You know he is. It's just getting it in an angle that either you provoke it to bite or whatever it is. It takes a while. And you're just there, you're taking it in, you're reading the water, you're watching the way the currents eddy and swirl, you're watching, you know, how the, how the, how the hydraulics kind of move, and you just kind of figure out where a fish is going to be in a particular stretch of water, and it's, it's a zen thing. That's the only thing that I can, the only way I can describe it is you are so totally into that moment, into that place, into what you're doing, that you get lost in it. I mean, you're totally absorbed, and when you, when it pays off, uh, Reggie Jackson talked about this one time in the art of hitting that, you know, sometimes you know, when the ball is, you know, two feet wide and everything's going slow and every pitch is, is just going to be a hit, you know, uh, it's kind of like that when you fish, when you get into that zone, too. What is the, I'm familiar with largemouth fishing. Is there a different way of presenting uh, the, the lure to the smallmouth when you're, when you're fishing for them? We're not really any different way of presenting it. You're fishing different kind of water. There are largemouths in Crooked Creek, but not very many of them. What I, I, I caught a couple that day, but mostly I catch them late. I don't know what it is or where they hide out, but they, in my experience up there, they come out right around sunset, and I catch them on top waters. They're always big fish, but... The Freaks Come Out at Night, I believe, is the song, That's Brian, right. that you're thinking of. So, uh, That's right. Yeah, there you go. Uh, you've got something kind of cool. I was going to ask you, too, like, how often does something new come out? Because fishing's been around a long time. There have been a lot of people that have tried to get creative over the years, I'm sure, with a number of different ways to catch more fish. How often does something that's sort of earth-shattering or sort of uh, news-breaking happen? There are variations on old themes. Everything old is new again, and that comes out. You know, uh, we there, there's a lure. Uh, there's a lure called the Whopper Plopper, and that's actually based on something that was that's very old. But it, yeah. it took the world by storm a few years ago. The Chatterbait is is another one. My phone's ringing. I can't get it turned off here. But you know, Chatterbait is another one. Uh, that was kind of neat and new, and but that's what everybody uses. It replaced the spinnerbait, but it's the same kind of thing. You know, there's really mm -hmm. nothing new. They get things that look a little different sometimes. Uh, new colors come out, new finishes, but it's all. I tell you what, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk back on that a little bit. There's a lot of things that came out from Japan and still do. For whatever reason, Japan is on the cutting edge of lure technology and lure design, and they're just really into it. And we're talking about the uh, the swim baits, the articulated reticulated swim baits. With I mean, we're talking about lures that cost a couple of hundred dollars a piece. Oh boy, yeah. Uh, and the pros use that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they use it successfully, but that if 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 you wanted to talk about something new, that yeah. that would probably be it. I thought you were testing something here. It's coming up soon. Yeah, uh, as a matter of fact, after I leave here, I'm going to go to Hot Springs, have some McClard's barbecue with our Smart. good friend Bobby Dennis, and then we're going out to Lake Hamilton with uh, two-time Bassmaster Classic champion Bobby Murray. He won the first and second one, I think. 
Uh, we're, there's a lure that's come out, and this is kind of new, that is designed especially for fishing live uh, forward-facing sonar, uh, and that's the whole, the, that's the big thing these days. It is designed especially for that. It gives a certain presentation. The way it's described to me is kind of like a modified sabiki rig, but it does what it needs to do to stay in a zone when you're using forward-facing sonar. Hmm. And so that will be the subject of Thursday's feature. Can't wait to read it. Yep. Y'all didn't want to go out to Lake Hamilton yesterday or the day before and do the fishing? That would have been uh, challenging. <laughs> that would have been challenging. Yeah, you're... You're dodging a lot of things out there. Uh, I don't know how it'll be today, but I don't think there'll be quite as much traffic. Last, it was a lot better yesterday. <laughs> last thing I wanted to mention, too, Brian, uh, we're talking to Brian Hendricks. If you're just tuning in, thanks to McClard's Barbecue. Uh, your story in the Democrat Gazette on Sunday was about the proper holding of uh, fish, presumably for photo time, but uh, something that people do wrong on occasion. Wes reminded me that we were out trout fishing with a guide not long ago with our buddy Terry from uh, River City Flooring. Uh, we got schooled up on, at least I did, uh, how to hold them so you can prevent injuring the fish potentially. Yeah, there's a couple of things there involved. You know, a fish has a pretty delicate joint that uh, where its jaws, you know, where, uh, where its mandible comes in. And uh, the larger the fish, you know, that's just a common thing that people do when they hoist up a, a bass especially. They take it by the uh, by the lip, and all that pressure exer- is exerted on that one uh, uh, joint mm-hmm. there. And that will cause an injury to a larger fish. What's not known is whether it leads to fish mortality, but they believe that it probably does. So if you're you're hoisting a five or six pound bass, that's a fish that we all prize. And nobody would hurt that intentionally, but it happens. But the other part of that equation is, you know, just the way a fish's internal organs uh, are designed, that when you're holding a fish up vertically, everything gravity works against it and that also causes damage too that's why you want to hold a fish i'm kind of demonstrating this yes. so none of our really well, you're, ca- you're not on camera I guess we need to click you over on camera here. but <laughs> okay. anyway but no you you want to hold get it you want to hold that fish in a horizontal uh, fashion to take that pressure off of of the organs and uh, release it that way gotcha yeah makes sense uh anything else yeah, you know, this is the time of year. We're looking at the weather. You know, the, fi- the 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 fishing trips that I've had over the last 14 days have been epic, and we are right in the middle of it now. I really encourage everybody to get out and enjoy. There's a lot of places in central Arkansas to go if you have a kayak or a canoe. I really recommend uh, uh, the Little Maumelle River at Pinnacle Mountain State Park. There is a, a ramp there, in fact, a couple of them. Also, the Big Maumelle River, you can take that and go straight up to the dam at Lake Maumelle, unimpeded. Uh, Cadron Creek is another one. It's real snaky, and people drive across it every day and never give it a second look, but it's full of fish. And also Pilarm Creek off the Arkansas River, uh, but, uh, you know, in the Mayflower area. Okay. Really good places to launch. Have a great day. Pilarm especially right now. It's all in the shade, and the fishing is fantastic up there. How much longer we got on this? Uh, you know, it goes... It, it, the fishing gets tough on the big reservoirs when the sun gets high in the summertime, but on creeks and smaller rivers and things like that, it goes. It never stops. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, good seeing you, buddy. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy being here. Yeah. We appreciate you. We'll uh, enjoy your McClards, and hmm. good luck out there today. All right. We'll uh, we'll hit a quick break, come back, and wrap up our second hour. We're going to check in with Trey Schaap coming up in a few minutes as well. He's down at SEC uh, the SEC meetings, and again, the big talk is about football schedules, and we'll get the latest on that, as well as maybe some basketball talk. I know I had a chance to catch up with Coach Musselman yesterday for a minute. As we head in, thank you, Wes. Uh, tell you about uh, what's going on down at Oaklawn. If you haven't made plans to get down there anytime soon, you need to get it on your calendar. In addition to, obviously, over 1,500 slot machines, 30 table games, including blackjack and craps and roulette, you got great casino promotions. Check them all out at oaklawn.com. But you've obviously got great dining options, and the sports book is still open. you got some really surprising finishes to this point in the world of uh, the NBA and the NHL. You've got some surprise teams making it into the finals, and so you can go down and wager on those at Oaklawn in the sports book. And uh, there's also golf, which is always fun to wager on. And I heard the guys on the morning show today, Chris and, and RJ, filling in for the Morning Mayhem crew. And they were talking about F1. They were talking about NASCAR. You can wager on all those things down at Oaklawn. So a lot of reasons to go down there. And did I mention they've got great dining options and a, just a fun place to hang out? Great pool. 
So uh, book your room at oakwan.com. Book your tickets for one of the great acts that are coming up there in the event center starting on June 9th with Randy Hauser at oakwan.com. And head down and see our friends at Hot Springs. It's 1145. You don't stay in business for 95 years unless you're doing something right. McGuire's Barbecue is still going strong after 95 years with delicious barbecue and all the fixings, plus their hand-rolled tamales. And Philip McCord is still smoking meat and ribs. They're still offering their signature tamale spread, too. Visit their new location at 9219 Stagecoach Road in Little Rock. Still using the original McCord's Barbecue sauce recipe from 1928. Stop in from 11 to 7 on weekdays and 11 to 8 on weekends. Summer is here, and it's the beginning of Saracen Sports Car Giveaways. Play at Saracen all this month for a chance to win a hot, hot Mustang convertible courtesy of Trotter Ford. Start your summer in style at Saracen Casino, where you can qualify to win one of America's favorite summer sports cars, the Ford Mustang Convertible. Take the short trip to the only Arkansas casino where someone will win a Mustang convertible. Saracen Casino Resort. Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. Guys, if you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low-T. Schedule your complete health assessment at Low-T Center today. They now offer the convenience of monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for $155 a month, cash pay, or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near a Low-T Center or you just need the convenience of at-home treatments, Low-T Center makes it easy. To get started on treatment, only your first two visits are in person. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book online. Low-T Center, reinventing men's health care. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Richard Yeager in Little Rock or Todd Martin or Seth Boyd in Jacksonville. At College Hunks Hauling Junk and Moving, they move the things you love and haul away the stuff you don't. They offer packing, moving, loading and unloading, as well as junk removal. Find out why they have more five-star reviews than any other moving company. CollegeHunksHaulingJunk.com It's the perfect day. You're just driving along, listening to your favorite music. The window's down. There's a cool breeze. Life is good. But wait, hold on a second. You're not wearing a seatbelt? You'd better put that on before that... Uh Uh-oh, too late. Cops everywhere are stepping up enforcement, so you'd better buckle up or you will get caught. Sorry to ruin your day. Click it or ticket. A message from the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. The SEC Spring Meetings are May 29th through June 2nd. Listen as Blackman Auctions presents Trey Schaap bringing all the news and updates from your favorite and not-so-favorite head coaches and athletic directors. Live from Destin, Florida. Brought to you in part by Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels. You're listening to the handsomest sports talk show in the natural state. Wait, are you sure this is right? Just go with it, Shots. Okay, okay. The Zone with Justin Ankry and Westmore in the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio is live. Welcome back. Oh, there he is. Okay. Very good. Uh, 11.49. In the zone, Westmore, Justin Acre, and the Wizard, Christian Weaver. We're going to talk to Trey Schaap here in just a moment. He is down at the SEC meetings, and we will uh, talk to him. Obviously, the big news down there is scheduling. So we'll get the latest from Trey here in just a second on that. Eric Musselman also down there talking some hoops with Trey this week. Coach Cal has proposed summer basketball for several years here at the SEC spring meetings. Would you be in favor of that? I mean, I like it. I think I think it'd be good for the players. I think it'd be good for the, you know, for the product, college basketball as a whole. Certainly great for the players, added exposure and 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 you know, there's some downtime TV-wise as well. I think it could possibly generate revenue, but we have a great leader in Commissioner Sankey, so I'm I'm sure whatever 
you know, gets tossed around, ultimately the right decision will be made. And I know you might have some teams in the back of your mind that you might want to play during the summer. Oh, I do, but we won't mention those. Coverage of the Southeastern Conference Spring Meetings from Sandestin, Florida, is presented by Blackman Auctions. Since 1938, better auctions have always been Blackman Auctions. And in part by Beachwood Pinnacle Hotel Group. Find them on the web at bphotels.com. Yes, do that. Let's check in with Trey Shep now, who is kicking it in Destin. Busy start so far, Trey. And... Chance to talk to uh, Coach Musselman, Coach Juracek. We'll get to hoops here in a second, but let's start with the biggest news, which is what's going to happen with the future schedules. Eight or nine games. And the latest think, is yeah. what? <laughs> well, I think it's going to be nine. I think the commissioner is going to get his way on this. Most of the coaches are like, hey, we'll we'll do what's best for the league. I think the ADs are in that same boat. Uh, Hugh Freeze just got done talking, and he was asked about um, – the Georgia-Auburn rivalry, if they go to nine games, well, then that stays intact. If they go to eight games and you have one permanent uh, rival, well, that's going to be Alabama for Auburn. And so they wouldn't have that Georgia-Auburn rivalry, which is the South's uh, longest rivalry in college football. Hmm. Makes a lot of sense, but one of the things I read, and why would they, unless they've got some backdoor channels working with ESPN, why give ESPN this without, you know, uh, some more money. Well, I, I, I understand that, and I think that they would be looked at as not being on a level playing field with the other Power 5 institutions because every other league plays a nine-game conference schedule. The SEC would only play eight. And there's been a lot of talk about the fact that, well, you played four non-conference games and look at some of the one AA schools that you're playing in non-conference action, but yet you want to be recognized as the top league, then you need to play nine conference mm-hmm. games. And I think that's something that maybe they're, they're, they're looking at. I don't know for sure. Of course, the coaches uh, start their meetings at 1 o'clock this afternoon. 1AA. Trey going old school there. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the, you know what? The league keeps winning national championships, so I don't know that they have anything else to prove. And if it just means more, eight games should be plenty. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can see that, but if, if you're Arkansas and it's an eight-game conference schedule, your division, your 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 uh, rival game, if you will, is going to be Missouri, your common opponent every year. If it goes to a nine-game conference schedule, it would be Missouri, Ole Miss, and Texas. So what would you like? And I know that there are schedules that have already been made out to where they would have to drop uh, a game because of the uh, – the non-conference schedules being at Ford. So who would they drop, and can they get out of those contracts? Trey, other than the ability to get on the court more, what uh, what's the thinking on summer basketball? Are we talking something that would be televised? Money. or Yeah, okay, yes. where, where's the money coming yeah. from? Yeah. Well, it would come from the TV, broadcasting the games. It would also come from ticket sales because you could open that up. and uh, It's not just the SEC. I, I talked to Dan Leibovich yesterday, who uh, is – a basketball guru and Greg think he brought in several years ago to help uh, try and get the SEC on par with some others around the country uh, and get them a better product. And I think the fact that there's downtime the TVs, uh, ESPN, SEC Network, they need programming um, at the end of June through July. And it would also, you know, let's say that Arkansas would play Kansas at a neutral site venue. Well, you would have ticket sales that would go to that. They would televise the games as well. And so there's money for everyone, and there might even be more NIL opportunities. And it doesn't count against your schedule, um, obviously, because it's not in season. Hmm. What would this look like? What are we talking? How many games? How many weeks? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it would be like five weeks. It would be six weeks, how, how long you would play. But uh, Dan Lubavitz said it's kind of like they wanted – Cal's been – Counting this for like seven years, he said. It's always been like shot down, but there's actually some some speak to this now, and he's saying that it's kind of patterned off of the uh, the NBA summer league, and so that's where it's come about. And the fact that you have kids that they want to play year round now, that it's basically come to that, and so why not try and make money off of it? And I think it's finally, you know, got some footing, not just in the SEC but other leagues as well. But it's just a series of exhibition games. 
Correct. Okay. That that's what it would be, but they would be able to make money off of it, monetize it, and you know, hey, whatever the ticket sales are, would you you give the players a cut of that? Who knows huh. what it would look like? But it's just something that that yeah would have them playing in like an exhibition or whatever. Yeah, I guess I would tune into a Kansas Arkansas summer game. No yeah. So yeah. Arkansas Duke, Arkansas North Carolina. Because we were we were upset we couldn't get stream, good streams when they went overseas to play a team we had no clue who they were. Right. So all of a sudden right. you play a name opponent. Yeah, people want to see that. Yeah. Well, no doubt. Yeah, they need to work on that. That should be. Uh, I would <laughs> be just happy with that. Of course, you only get those every four years. But uh, we're talking to Trey Shap from the SEC meetings again. Uh, brought to you by our great sponsors, Blackman Auctions. And Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels. So, what's uh, what's on the schedule today, Trey? What do you? What's the topics of conversation? Who are you going to hear from? Well, so the ads uh, have met this morning, and I'm not sure what all has come out of that. Probably not much yet. They're just getting the lay of the land. What the commission uh, believes needs to be done, and then the coaches, football, and both men's and women's basketball coaches begin their meetings at one o'clock. Obviously, out of the football room, it's going to be more of hey, eight or nine. What are we looking at? Um, with men's basketball, I think it is going to be, uh, can a summer league work and what would it look like and can we do those games? And with women's basketball, I don't think there's really a whole lot that they have to discuss. Um, I do know that uh, John McDade, the, the head of SEC officials for football, will be in with the, the football coaches to talk about some of the new rules, the timing rule uh, that is going to go into effect. Um, but we're about to hear from uh, uh, Shane uh, Beamer, the head coach of South Carolina, Nick Saban, and Kirby Smart. And so as soon as we get that done, I believe Kirby Smart wraps up about 1245. So uh, out of bounds and drive time sports will definitely have sound from all of those, as well as Hugh Freeze. Um, and Eli Drinkwood started it off today and kind of, you know, said that it's kind of weird being here without Mike Leach. He said, I've always mm-hmm. sat next to Mike Leach in these meetings, and it's kind of, you know, uh, just you think back to, to him and what a great guy he was, and he's no longer with them. Well, we got some sound back already, thanks to you and uh, your hard work from Nick Saban and Coach Drinkwitz, and so we will play that coming up in just a little bit. We've got a, a busy rest of the show as well, but uh, good work. Last thing I was going to ask you about, and we're running out of time here, but I should have asked this earlier. Texas and Oklahoma don't get a vote, but obviously they're going to have some say-so. Any feel for whether they would prefer an 8 or 9 going forward? I think it was split. Uh, the last time that they voted, I think one institution said eight, the other said nine. I'm not sure who it was, but they have representatives from their athletic departments here, but no coaches this year. Gotcha. Okay. All right, buddy. Very good. Appreciate the work, and uh, thanks again to our great sponsors, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Sounds good. All right. Very good. Too, we'll Trey. hear more from uh, what Trey's been able to gather up down in Destin, Florida. In just a bit. Good work down there. I know we give him a hard time talking about how he spends a lot of time on the beach. I know he's just getting in some golf time. Trey always brings back great stuff, and we really appreciate our sponsors sending him down there. It's nice to get that stuff firsthand uh, this time of year, especially when things aren't super, super busy other than focusing on baseball right now. It's 11.58, Hour 3 coming up. This is Thomas Blackman of Blackman Auctions. When you call Blackman Auctions to sell your assets, you begin a multi-point plan to get the highest value possible. Each auction takes 30 to 45 days of planning and strategic marketing for your real estate, your equipment, and your assets. You've worked hard for your property, and it deserves more than a sign in the yard or a post on the Internet. Sometimes marketing is more than just a commercial with a great-sounding spokesman. Call me. Let me come up.